Design Guy, Episode 19. Design Guy here. Welcome to the show. This is the program that explores timeless principles of design and explains them simply. Now, as I've mentioned in the past, our focus here is on principles rather than software tips or industry events. Not that there's anything wrong with those things. We all need to keep up. But it's the principles that you can depend upon as your constants. Principles act like footholds in a world of rapid change. And once you're grounded in them, you'll probably even save yourself a bit of money and effort as the siren song of new software upgrades loses its allure. You may find you can skip a version or two before upgrading to the next big thing because you begin to realize that new features aren't everything. It's better to invest your attention toward principles and learn how to wield the tools that you've got rather than misplace your investment in some new features. But enough sermonizing about that stuff. Uh, these days we're talking about the formal elements of design. Now, in the last program, we started things off with some introductory thoughts. To highlight one point, we said that the formal elements are the basic building blocks of design. And just like the opening moves of a chess game, we should think of them as strategic, because we're going to use them to frame things and to set up things to follow as we build our design. Now, the first of these elements is line which German artist Moholy Neg, I think I'm pronouncing that right, described as the record of a path or motion. Line is the record of a path or motion. Now, this idea comes in even clearer when we recognize the basis of line, which is the concept of point. Point is what we make our line with. Or to say it another way, line is what results when we start moving a point around the surface of a medium. And point is simply the tool we've chosen. It's the pencil's point, or the tip of a brush, or the tool with which we're painting pixels on a screen. But line is the expression or movement of that point. And as we move that point, our resulting lines can be straight, or they can be angular, or they can be curvilinear. They can be very perfect in their straightness, the product of a machine, or they can imply the human, organic movement of the hand. And this brings up the idea of line quality. Line quality refers to the physical attributes or the properties of a line. Some lines are wavy and broken, as if an old man with tremors made them. Some lines are thin, others thick. Still others go thick and thin, like one exerting pressure on a wet brush. And again, because line can be defined as the path that our point took, line connotes direction. Horizontals, verticals, diagonals, all of these are descriptions of direction. But don't just think of the artist's medium. Photographs contain all kinds of lines because they've got edges and contours, which are the equivalent of line. Lines also give the illusion of motion, and they can even suggest the abstract notion of a larger context as they drift right off the edge of the page. I've always been personally fascinated with those paintings or designs where the motion of a line seems frozen in time, where you can clearly see the hand of the artist because you've got movement captured. Those lines contain the artifacts or impressions of bristles or pastels or whatever instrument the artist used. 
And in the path that the instrument took, you see this illusion of motion. And you've got a paradox because it's a static design and yet it appears to move. Lines can also enclose, they can encircle, they can be open. They can manipulate our perception of the space that they define. Converging lines put us in mind of railroad tracks meeting at the horizon far, far away. They can also suggest form and mass, like Saul Bass's original AT&T logo. All these things and more are achieved by line, so do give it a second thought the next time you pick up your mouse or your graphics tablet pen, or better yet, your humble number two pencil. And of course, remember to sharpen up that point. But that'll do for today. I want to thank you again for listening, and I'll remind you once again that a transcript of today's program can be found at designguyshow.blogspot.com. Music is by kcentricity.com. And if you're enjoying this series, I'll ask that you consider leaving your comments at the iTunes page or consider casting a vote at Podcast Alley. And I do thank you in advance. Those remarks are very, very much appreciated. Well, until next time, this is Design Guy. I hope to have you back again. <laughs>